0: to week 11 for the BQPL Fieldcast. I'm Alex. I'm joined by Dr. Matthew. Dr. Matthew, after last week, I don't think that there's any way for Atlanta to score more points than 119. That's got to be the season like, high throughout, right? This week, they had to have come back down to earth. Um, on a Thursday night game? Come on. A
1: Thursday night game. Well, you know how Thursday night games are often disjointed.
0: Is that like double jointed? Because I like that.
1: <laughs> um, there was a double something in the game. Oh. Uh, it, it wasn't jointed.
0: Oh, um, would a joint have helped?
1: <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're trying to watch the game, yes, most likely would have. The, um, so I see Matt Ryan started the game. He did start the game. Did he finish the game? He did not finish the game. They okay. did bring in a backup. They was got it Josh Rosen. Attack. Tell me it was Josh Rosen. They did bring in Josh Rosen.
0: Did he finish the game?
1: He did not finish the game. He did not. So he was injured. No.
0: Like he... they knocked him out.
1: Yeah, you know how you always say, you know, there's no point in benching the backup. I do say that. Yeah. Um, they benched the backup. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Well, I can only assume they were hoping to make history as they successfully did by being the first, the first team since 2009, I believe, to have three players throw an interception in a game.
0: It was Since 2000, it was since 2009?
1: Okay. It is, it is, I believe it is the first time since 2009 that three players have thrown an interception in the, oh, and the first game. time since
0: three quarterbacks since 2000. It's, yes,
1: it it's was. the first time since 2000 that three quarterbacks have thrown an interception in a game. Because as you said, why bring in the third string? Why bench your backup? <laughs>
0: yeah. Um And
1: the answer to that question
0: is when your backup is Josh Rosen. Well, that's fair. So they had a rookie quarterback who I think is a Madden creative player called Philippe Franks. Yep, um, Philippe Franks is 100% a Madden creative player. Um, He's a rookie, I can see.
1: Out of Arkansas.
0: So they, they wanted to get him some some you know exposure.
1: They did. They got him one pass.
0: And was it, was a touchdown?
1: it was uh it was caught.
0: Oh, for a touchdown.
1: No, uh, no, it wasn't returned for a touchdown. Just an oh. interception. Just a garden variety interception. If uh. I could say one, one good thing, uh, one successful thing uh, was oh no, no, wait a minute. Was it brought back for? Was it? Was it brought back? It might have been brought back.
0: No, uh, Josh Rosen threw the. It was Josh Rosen. Okay, Josh. I got. They they benched Josh Rosen because he made the unforgivable sin of being Josh Rosen. (laughs) And to be fair, they should have known what he was when they brought him on, yet they still benched him in the fourth quarter with (laughs) one twenty-two left to play. Because he threw a pick six. Um, In fact, if you'll allow it, I'd like to go through the possessions for the Falcons in the second half.
1: Go ahead. I was just going to do the same. So
0: go. Okay. So they get the kickoff. Four plays, 19 yards punt. Three plays, uh, 22. Three plays, two yards punt. Eight plays, 36 yards turnover on downs. And um, that was their best drive of the second half. Yeah, at that point alert. they're
1: losing thirteen nothing, so still sort of in the game.
0: They're they're they have a chance. So five plays, twenty-seven yards, interception—the first of the Matt Ryan interceptions. Then uh, three plays, twenty-one yards, and interception—the second of the Matt Ryan interceptions. At that point, they were when they got the ball back, they were down nineteen nothing. At which point, apparently, Mike Smith did some quick math, and he said this is not going to work. And I think that that's a good thing because he needed to protect Matt Ryan from another three-play interception drive. So instead he Uh, brought in Josh Rosen. I
1: need to interrupt you for one second. Mike Smith is no longer the coach, it's Art Smith.
0: Oh, excuse me, Uh, Art Smith, not Mike Smith, you're right. Uh, uh, So they brought in Josh Rosen, three plays, five yards, interception touchdown, also known as Taint. Then they benched Rosen. He got three plays. Um, but to his credit, he got to throw the ball three times. Philippe Franks only got to throw the ball one time. But he made the most of it by throwing short and getting intercepted. <laughs> yeah. It At works. which point the Patriots put them out of their misery. So that was punt, punt, turnover on downs, interception, 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 touchdown, interception. Yes,
1: at, at that point they had four of a kind and the game was over. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was remarkable. Four zero, no touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, they did get over one hundred and fifty yards, so that was that was sort of the one, the yardage and the, you know, typically with these high scoring games, you often see just sort of bad, bad numbers all around. Nineteen for 28, 153 or twenty for thirty two ultimately. Um, you know, not better completion percentage than we see elsewhere, but it was the four interceptions and two benchings that really that really did it. So this was the first time, as we said, that three quarterbacks have thrown interceptions in a game since 2000. It was the highest BQBL score.
0: Of the modern scoring, scoring era. Of the
1: right. modern scoring era, yeah. Yeah.
0: It was truly a horrific game. And the fact that the Patriots were there seemed very, very justified. Anytime I think the Falcons implode, just watching Bill Belichick kind of grimace smirk on the sidelines makes it so much better. (laughs) So the Falcons at this point have
1: 417 points. Um, That is more points Than any team scored last season. 417 is the exact number of points that all four of Sarah's teams combined for last season. (laughs) Just to put in perspective what Atlanta is doing right now. It is truly impressive. And the nice thing about it happening on a Thursday for Sarah is she pretty much sealed the week on Thursday. And uh and after all that, it was it was gravy. She's also come back into after, after a brief sort of falling away from the lead, she's, she's now closing in and we, we now have a three person race.
0: Yeah, it's, it's exciting. And I'll remind you that Atlanta was the last pick in the second round. So yeah, S- Sarah actually, despite really kind of whiffing on her top overall pick of Indianapolis, she nailed Atlanta and Cleveland, which was at the two, three turn. Um, Both of those teams have been top 10 teams and Atlanta has been easily the number one team, which has really helped her as well as Kansas city, not being unstartable. Even this week when she started Kansas city, because she knew she could get away with it and still, even with a negative 50, she still would have had over a (laughs) hundred points given that she had 154 points, but they did not score a negative 50. In fact, they had a 24. Yeah in and a now, route, absolute Sarah, route. Yeah. And so
1: now Sarah has only one more Kansas City start. So she basically, she has to start them one more time. That's her only restriction. So that that's she's got that going for her. Uh, whereas Joe still has to start Green Bay twice. Will uh, has to start Cincy and Tampa once each. And and those are sort of the, the constraints that the top three teams have.
0: Yeah, although we should point out for Sarah, that she had no way of messing this week up. Any combination of teams that she has started would have won the week.
1: Yes, that is absolutely true. So she made the she made the best choice, but really anything anything would have done.
0: Yeah. Contrast that with Russ who f- once again, since we heckled him into starting teams, made the worst possible choice. Yep. Truly, truly a, a remarkable achievement in continued screwing stuff up. <laughs> um, Alex. So Russ had options this week. He, his team's once against Tennessee, Houston, Philadelphia, and new Orleans, he picked new Orleans and Philadelphia and he got seven points. Had he just done the opposite and gone Houston, Tennessee, how many points would he have had? More than seven. Yes, it has been 62. Mm-hmm. 62.
1: 62. Yeah. So Now, in Russ's defense, anyone who saw Ryan Tannehill throwing four interceptions as the Titans lost to the Texans, I don't know, should have been betting on that game at Vegas.
0: Yeah, because that game, it was Titans versus Texans, and it did not go as planned, but it was BQBL gold nonetheless. It was.
1: Um, so yeah, I, I think he, he, it's funny because Russ had essentially opposite sides of two games and he started New Orleans, Philly, and he should have started Tennessee, Houston.
0: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that the defensive struggle would have been New Orleans, Philadelphia. Yeah. But that was also not the game. Even when,
1: even when Jalen hurts, even when Philly has been winning, it's not like hurts has been putting up crazy numbers
0: and he didn't throw a touchdown pass this game, but he ran for three. But he ran for three, and the team ran for like a billion yards, um, which is in contrast to Houston, who ran for eighty-three yards, passed for one hundred and seven yards, and won handily, twenty-two to thirteen. They did, and and in
1: similar fashion, had only rushing touchdowns by their quarterback. It's just two versus three,
0: of okay. course. And um, you know, there there was a very strange non-touchdown where um Tannehill threw it uh I can't remember who fumbled it but Anthony Ferkser recovered it in the end zone for a touchdown so like the guy fumbled it on like the one yard line um and therefore he kind of got shafted for a touchdown
1: he did it wouldn't have made a big difference but
0: no yeah I guess it was um Let's see, it would have been whoever, whoever has fumbles on their team. So I guess it was, oh, there's a lot of them. Probably yeah. Chester Rogers? No, because <clears throat> it was recovered. So it would have been Dontrell Hilliard. Right. But all the same, um, it wouldn't have mattered to your point. And the four, the four interceptions were really what would doom Tannehill to having a very high score.
1: Yeah, they were. The, the 38 points come entirely from this.
0: Uh, as well as two fumbles kept. Uh, right. Everybody which, dropped which...
1: the ball. Which canceled out the three hundred yards passing. If that's right.
0: Indeed, yeah,
1: it was it was a slippery day for Tennessee. Um, it was everything. Yeah, very hard to hold on to the ball. There was a lot of that actually in the in the NFL uh, all around uh, this week. A lot of fumbles that that managed to be kept. Uh, I think in the Arizona Seattle game, uh, again another example of both teams being on the same BQBL team. Right, uh, Jake owns both Arizona and Seattle. Uh, in that game, Colt McCoy fumbled it three times, and Russell Wilson fumbled it twice, and they recovered every single one of them.
0: Yeah, it was it was another game where Russell Wilson was outdueled by a backup quarterback. It was,
1: yep, and another game where uh, bad decisions were made. Uh, Jake started Arizona instead of Seattle, and Seattle scored twelve more points.
0: Yeah, Uh, although none of his teams scored particularly well. He ended up with negative one on the week, which actually was not the low score. The low score belonged to Nick, who also made the worst possible decisions in that he did not play Buffalo. Um, Buffalo, in the same vein as Tennessee, was playing an inferior opponent and was destined to have a low score. So they weren't started. Correct. However... I mean, I guess you could say that Indianapolis is a much better quality opponent than the Texans, which I think is true.
1: They are, but not. But their defense is not the best part of their team.
0: No. But you know what isn't the best part of Buffalo? Mitch You're Trubisky, right. who made an appearance after Josh Allen was benched. And like, like his uh, kind of, I'll say, soulmate Josh Rosen, he went – with you know no touchdowns, one interception, um, he managed to throw five total passes, whereas Rosen um, threw three total passes. Yes, and he completed a few. He did complete a few of them, but it didn't really matter. They're both just what could have been high first-round quarterback picks, and their teams lost and, and I guess Trubisky didn't get benched, to his credit. He did not get benched, no. Nope. Why did they even have three quarterbacks active on Atlanta? Like, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why would you have the third quarterback active? I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know why they, and I, but maybe, maybe that explains the benching. There, someone, somebody told. Arthur Smith. Oh, hey, you guys, do you remember that we activated Felipe Franks for this game? And he's like, oh, I forgot about that. Okay, I got to get him in. Let's get him some reps. Uh, and by reps, I mean one interception. A rep, indeed. A rep. A single rep.
0: Well, yes. you know, careers have been started with less. I don't know, probably not. Speaking know, of maybe. careers with less, um, I think it's probably time for us to dive into Tim Boyle.
1: Yes, let's.
0: Tim Boyle. So, I, for the uninitiated, trouble. Tim Boyle is best known as Aaron Rodgers' kind of, like, goofy backup quarterback slash friend in Green Bay for a long time. Oh, are they friends? Um, well, there aren't that many people who can stand Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So, Tim Boyle, I think, got that job because he could. Because his credentials um, aren't enough to win any kind of job in the NFL. Do you happen to have those credentials to hand uh
1: yes i i was i knew that tim boyle was not a good quarterback but this as as a pro he's not a good quarterback as, as a pro no as a college quarterback it is remarkable remarkable how bad he was as a college quarterback
0: it's amazing but that's impossible how could you get to the nfl if you were bad in college and why would you get to the NFL if you were Have you looked at his stats, Alex? I haven't.
1: Okay. If you had to guess, so do you know, do you know where he played?
0: Uh, I think you said Eastern Kentucky. Is that correct? Mm.
1: No, that was, that was later. He, he eventually transferred there. He, he initially played for a BCS school and that school was Connecticut. Okay. Husky. Okay. Husky. Yeah. Yeah. He played there for three years. Okay. During which time... He, uh, let's see, played in 19 games. Okay. okay. Um, we talk a lot about, uh, I don't know. let's see. So which, which step do we want to go for?
0: Uh, completion percentage, right? Let's see. What? He's a college quarterback. College quarterback at big Connecticut. Big thrower, Connecticut. I'm going to guess 58. Lower. 52. Lower. 47. 48.4. Oh, my God. So he completed under 50% of his throws at UConn. He did. Under 50% of his throws at UConn. Touchdowns? Um, Any?
1: I, I wouldn't go with a plural. What?
0: <laughs> he played 19 games and he had one touchdown?
1: He had uh, one touchdown. I, I'll say Eastern Kentucky's highlights is is generous enough to, hi- to highlight his sophomore season at UConn by saying, he tossed his first career touchdown. It was a career-long 39-yard connection. It was also his only touchdown that he threw during three seasons.
0: Um, How and many interceptions did he throw during that during that period of time? Care, care to guess? Eight? That was
1: his first year. Zero oh, touchdowns, shit. eight interceptions. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> 11? 13. Oh. God. So one, one touchdown, one 13 touchdown, interceptions. 13 interceptions over three seasons. That is the he's the only quarterback, only quarterback in in the history or in, in the records that we can find who had that few touchdowns while throwing that many
0: interceptions. Right. Because there are a lot of good college quarterbacks who never there, become pros. That's correct. He has the worst passer
1: efficiency of any uh, bowl champion of F- FBS quarterback with at least two hundred passing attempts. The worst efficiency,
0: and that's including guys who didn't make the
1: NFL. That is include that is that is of all the players in uh, since two thousand, including those who did not make the NFL. Oh, After three oh. seasons, seasons at Connecticut, he transferred to Eastern Kentucky, and and I've got some good news for you there. Um, which was he did throw more than one touchdown pass um it was two wasn't it no he actually threw 11 um however however in his one season at eastern kentucky he also did still throw 13 interceptions again again no well yeah that was his whole career but yeah so 13 more interceptions that senior year at eastern kentucky so 11 touchdown passes uh 13 13 interceptions and i have to give the Eastern Kentucky, whoever does their website some credit, because you read their highlights, his bio, and it, you know, he started all eleven games, became the first quarterback at Eastern Kentucky to eclipse the three hundred mark in their first game. Um, he had the fifth fifth most passing yards in one season ever by a, a, an Eastern Kentucky quarterback. He um, was let's he was second in the conference in completions per game, third best passing efficiency in the league fourth-most passing touchdowns until you realize that this is the 10-team Ohio Valley Conference we're talking about.
0: Oh, the Ohio Valley Conference, which is part of uh, the the FCS. That is the FCS, yes. Yes. Hmm. So, So how did you make it to the NFL with those thoroughly mediocre stats? Yeah.
1: Anyway, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, as, as, uh, Roger Sherman pointed out, you might expect that it was because he can run, but he actually ran for negative, uh, 122 yards at Connecticut.
0: So he ran, but the wrong way. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, or took, took a lot of sacks, I assume. Um, and he, he, he finished four and seven, uh, at Eastern Kentucky in his redshirt senior season. So it's, it's it remains unclear. He, he was statistically one of the worst college quarterbacks. In this century, right? Um, It is unclear why he is in the NFL. Why he is starting, and it is it it is it's still unclear after after one game.
0: I mean, was he drafted?
1: I don't believe he was drafted. He was drafted,
0: was he? Undrafted in twenty eighteen. Yeah. All right. I've 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 gone to his Wikipedia page now because none of these things at all make any sense to me. So I have to try to make some sense of it.
1: No, but this is what I'm telling you. When you said, when we were talking about this earlier, I I, I, I said, we need to read these and you need to have the reaction as I'm reading them uh, in real time, because you, know, you, you said, well, like how do they compare to Tyler Huntley, right? Tyler Huntley went to Utah. He has a 67% career completion percentage. He threw for 46 touchdowns and 20 interceptions. Uh, he was 23 and 10 as a starter at Utah, right? It's that's not a, even that's a, a good comparison. quarterback. Yeah, that's, he's, a good, that's, he's, that's a good quarterback who is a backup that people think is garbage.
0: And that's without the Russian?
1: That's without the Russian.
0: Where I think you reminded me that Tim Boyle only went backwards. Uh,
1: yes, it, it does appear that Tim Boyle uh, only went backwards, uh, as far as I can tell. Yes, uh, 100, negative 122. He averaged uh, negative 0. 0.25 per rush. Um, yes. So,
0: with his only rushing touchdown coming at EKU. Yes.
1: Yes. Yikes. Okay. Um, so, the only, yeah, no, I, I got nothing. I got nothing.
0: So, he was behind Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Kaiser. Now, that's a name that I have occurred in a minute. Nope. but I would like to see him again as an NFL player. I don't feel like he got a fair shake. Tim Boyle's gotten more than a fair shake I think it's, it's safe to say absolutely his uh yeah
1: his his sports reference page right the only the only appearance on leaderboards he shows up on is in passing interceptions mm. in college. it's amazing it's absolutely amazing i I could read just a, a list of his stats about how terrible his stats are it's it's amazing. It's amazing.
0: Well, so I think given that it's safe to say that he wasn't going to be doing very well in the, the game this week, Detroit squared off against Cleveland. Cleveland has a hobbled injured and upset Baker Mayfield. Detroit has the backup to Jared Goff. It definitely wasn't going to be a clash of Titans. And it was in fact, not that.
1: It, no, it it wasn't. And Detroit tried very very hard to protect Tim Boyle, not make him do too much. And he still threw two interceptions. He was fifteen of twenty three for seventy seven yards, an average of three point three yards, which you you know shows you what kind of passes he was throwing, and he still threw two interceptions.
0: Yeah, the, this game, um the QBR for Tim Boyle was six point seven. And the QBR for Breaker Mayfield was 8.6. That's two quarterbacks in the single digit QBR range. Um, neither of whom took a bunch of sacks, and sacks will nope. make your QBR worse. But that was not the case here. It was just that neither of them was any good at all. Um, it turns out that a tight end was the leading receiver on each team, um, and the second leading receiver on each team. Was a wide receiver that you probably never heard of, one being Amon Ra St. Brown and the other being Jamarcus Bradley.
1: Yeah, I have never, I have never heard of Jamarcus
0: Bradley. Um, so this was a terrible game. It was won in theory by the Browns, but really I think we all lost. Uh, except for me,
1: because I got 59 BQBL points out of it.
0: That's true. Uh, Tim Boyle threw for under a hundred yards. He only amassed seventy-seven yards. He threw two picks and um, managed to stop with a long of twenty-four yards to TJ Hawkinson. Yes, um, and
1: now the next the next highest was twelve, so that was a bit of an aberration.
0: Well, sure. So,
1: so it was a bad I, game. It was a bad game. So I got fifty-nine, and uh, I was able to put me in second place, far behind Sarah, but second place despite the fact that I got negative 16 from the Chargers.
0: Yeah, Cleveland was one of Sarah's teams so they scored just fine at 20 points. Um yeah, so you finished with 43 um which is good for second place. Will um who's also fighting for the top finished in third. Um he got a very good game from Cincinnati who it, despite winning by a lot. Yeah, th- there was a bunch of teams this week that won by running the ball, the quarterback didn't have to do all that much. And this was definitely the case with Joe Burrow, who threw for under 150 yards and despite not having an interception, had a long of 17 and still fumbled the ball away Um, and ended up with 27 points, which is a very solid start coupled with the five that he got from Chicago in the terrible Chicago, Baltimore game resulted in 32 points and third place for him. Good for five wins. Next was me. I audibled away from starting the Giants and uh, Jacksonville, which would have been enough to put me in second place because I saw, you know, Baltimore and Tyler Huntley as an opportunity. And it was an opportunity until the final drive of the game where Huntley uh, went over 200 yards and threw a long pass to Sammy Watkins for the one pass that Sammy Watkins caught and did <laughs> yeah. not fumble, um, yep. so the Lizard King ended up costing me there, and um, the game-winning drive cost me another ten. Um, so the uh, that was a twenty-six point swing, um, taking Baltimore from twenty-eight down to two. Um, yeah, which but is where they ended. That's one of those. You can't be mad. I'm not mad because the Ravens won, and they really had no business winning, um, but.
1: But did, did hurt your BQBO. That's if not for that, you would have been in second place. So it cost you two wins.
0: It's true. I'm not, I'm not super competitive this season for the title. Um I am well over a week out of even the bottom of the competitive group. Yes. But still, I have a lot of pride, much like Tyler Huntley and unlike the Falcons. No, no I was gonna go to the yeah. Falcons there. Falcons, um, okay, Falcons. I mean, unless certainly starting Tim Boyle isn't that you don't do if you have pride, but I would also assume maybe if you're benching your backup maybe that's because you have a lot of pride and you're like that's not acceptable, Josh Rosen. (laughs) How dare you. Um, Other notable uh, performances this week, we mentioned the buffalo performance Um, that was a 62 point performance on Nick's bench Dallas. Uh, who was on the losing end of Kansas City put up 47 on your bench mm. You instead yep. started the Chargers who gave you a negative 16
1: I do yeah I keep I keep uh, getting those starts backwards, but mm. it worked out okay this time.
0: It didn't hurt. Yeah. Joe Flacco, you benched and it was good because number five scored five points.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, beyond that, there weren't a whole lot of exciting BQPL performances.
0: No, um, the the very bottom, of course, was Nick, who got negative seventeen from Minnesota when they successfully completed a last second field goal to everyone's utter surprise. Yes,
1: this was this was after after they had a uh, game killing and likely game killing interception overturned, and uh, and I think a roughing the passer penalty, and then they they. The game winning field goal. So, I don't know what happened in that game, but uh, very uncharacteristic.
0: Yeah, it was a a Green Bay Minnesota um clash of the Titans.
1: So, after 11 was that 10, 11 weeks, 10 weeks? 11, 11 10, 10 weeks, 11 weeks, 11 weeks. After 11 weeks, um, we have Will in the lead, yep, 53 56. win, yep, Joe in second at 51, and then Sarah close behind at 49 and a half, Alex, you're in fourth at 41. Um, I moved up to fifth with 36, Jake with 34, and then Nick with 23 and a half, Russ with 20. Interestingly, Alex, Anna, are you looking at the, the sheet right now? Yes. Okay, so um, based on the standings, who, who do you think has the most points? I know you're looking at it, but, but remarkably, it's Sarah, who's in third place right. based on the fact yeah. that Atlanta's going nuts. Second most uh, total points, Joe.
0: Right. Okay, that makes sense because he's in second. Second.
1: Uh, And uh, third total, third number of total points. It's not Will in first, is it? It is not Will in first. Will with four sixty six is fourth place in points.
0: And it's not me in fourth. It is not you. Because I know I haven't scored very many points. No. So is it you?
1: I have more points than you, but no, still, still four forty seven. It can't be Jake. It's not Jake.
0: Okay, so it's Russ?
1: It is Russ. Russ, who has a total of 480 points scored by his teams. And how many has he started?
0: 71 of them.
1: 71 of 480.
0: Meaning he started 14% of his possible points. Yes.
1: And some of those were because he didn't start teams, but not, not most of them.
0: This is, this reminds me of the monkeys and typewriters year that Joe had. <laughs> so that's that's uh yeah, that's something. So yeah, Russ, I appreciate you, man. Really making the s decision so the rest of us don't have to. But even even just flipping a coin would clearly be better, right? Yes,
1: it had it had to have been
0: better, I would say. Yeah. I mean. The highest efficiency that anyone has is Will with 84 and a half, which is not as good as Russ's 14.8 is bad. Yes. So easily the least likely thing that we have going on in the league this year is Russ.
1: Yeah, easily. And it's not like, right, Sarah is up there because Atlanta has 417, but she also is uh, one of only two teams that have uh, three teams who have scored over hundred points. The other one is Russ. so it's not like yeah, uh, you know only had you know he, he only has one one team leading in scoring and and other teams that are bad. Three of his four teams have scored decently most of the time, uh, obviously except when he started them.
0: Yeah. Oof. well, Russ, you give us that millies standard, buddy. I know I appreciate it. And I think I speak for Matthew, Dr. Matthew, when I said that he appreciates it as well, truly showing us the metagame in BQBL. Okay. But for everyone else out there, may your decisions be half as esque as Russ's and uh, happy Thanksgiving, y'all.